0: Seven. Huge milestone guys, never thought we'd make it My name is Smark and I'm joined for this episode by Tyler And Ethan Welcome to the show guys Now excitingly we've twisted everything around Now if, you, if you're if you a regular listener to the show You'll know that we, usually we have the Mario's Mario at the tail end of the show So if you've never heard that before This is a great opportunity to make it to the end of the episode Without having to commit to the full episode because we're going to be doing it at the beginning. Ethan had the genius idea of doing a Mario Mario and incorporating the Nintendo Direct from yesterday into the Mario Mario. So if you don't know, if you've been under a rock, Nintendo did a Partner Direct yesterday and lots, lots of juicy news and information from that. But Tyler and Ethan don't know about any of that information because for the last... What, I don't know, 36 hours or so? <laughs> they have yeah. been under that rock, ignoring the interwebs. So how's that been, guys?
1: Quiet.
2: Quite painful <laughs> <Do you> for <coughs> me, to be
0: honest. Do you, do, you feel, do you feel refreshed? Annoyed? Do you yeah. feel as uh, it's ignorant like about, about the world, world as we now?
2: When I realised I couldn't open Twitter, it was, it was like you know, that scene in Spider-Man 2 when he's eating the hot dog. Raindrops keep falling on my head. It was like that. when I when I didn't have to uh, descend into the cesspit of of open bracket discourse, closed bracket. Um, yeah. So
0: d- did you feel any, you know sort of you know beat- beatific wonder, a, a new sort of appreciation for the world? Did you go out and like look at nature or anything, or did you just um, did you just
2: if if height and train station qualifies as nature, then um, <laughs> then yeah, but I think uh, definitely wild, yeah. definitely yeah. A uh, little, you know that, you know that Audible advert of the orangutan, like, and it, it's like, it's like two orangutans. One of them's listening to an audio book, and like solving a Rubik's cube, and he's meant to be like a profound thinker, and then the other orangutan's like playing on his fucking phone, like a little dweeb orangutan, and I uh, certainly felt like the former over the past uh, day or so. Well, as someone who's completely offline,
0: basically. Myself, <laughs> I probably am like that orangutan as well. But Tyler, how's it been for you?
1: Yeah, it's been um, it's been a nice change. There's a lot less distraction. Not having like where I've dropped out of like our WhatsApp group as well. Not having that go off like really, really frequently. Um, I've been trying to stay off Twitter for a while, so that part wasn't so difficult. But I've had like I've had emails from Nintendo, and <laughs> I've had to like avoid Discord and all these things. I've gone to open and been like, oh, I definitely shouldn't do that, should I?
0: Yeah, it's that, difficult to do, it's difficult to do, like, like I found myself just like opening Nintendo Life or something like that, just regularly, just without even thinking about it, so I don't know how you guys have managed, but what pushed me over the edge was my last sort of little area, little enclave that I went to regularly on the internet was were, were sort of a few groups on Facebook, where the groups, because they're admin controlled, were quite nice spaces with lots of nice people in them, so that was lovely, but... I then just started having an argument with someone about Oppenheimer, where they were just throwing out all this stuff about the film Oppenheimer, and I was like, y- "You're doing this to me, and I've just already said that I like the film. So why are you doing this?" And it just made me think, "Why am I having this conversation with this completely random person?"
2: You but anyway, would, that's a- you. Would, you uh, it's good that you're not on Twitter then, because let me tell you, the film film yeah. discourse on Twitter is the worst thing you'll ever see in your fucking life, honestly.
0: Yeah, well Twitter was the first to go a while ago when I found myself just arguing with people exactly like that. And um, anyway, this is a, <laughs> this is all because, so well done guys, you've done 36 hours, avoiding spoilers. So now we're gonna jump into a Mario Mario about the Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase. rounds for this one, (laughs) 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 in an attempt to get as many bits of news into it as possible.
2: Oh, so we're really getting the uh, announcements through you in a, uh, you're like the bully, like going to punch us and then pulling the punch back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ideally, ideally, Um, but also I've noticed, like you guys have been doing a wonderful job with Mario's Mario's and they've been really excellent, you know, last week Tyler smashed us to pieces, with uh, his one um but what i have noticed is a bit of an avoidance of coming up with the ridiculous silly titles so i'm going to redress the balance here with each one of these rounds has got its own stupid title okay so be ready so let's start with round one now if you've never listened to mario's mario before i'm going to give out some factoids each round three factoids in each one one of them is fake and the lads have got to work out which one is fake. And they work together to work that out. Okay. Round one. Exclusive sequel or abusive Seasquirt. squirt Number one. Resident Evil Revelations is back from the dead with an exclusive sequel. Number two. Super Monkey Ball is rolling back with an exclusive sequel. Number three. Endless Ocean is back from the depths with an exclusive sequel just dropping those in you guys tell me which one is the fake bloody hell mm-hmm. As, um, I feel like
1: exclusive is doing a lot of work here
2: yeah Resident Evil Revelations that's the 3DS game is that right I think so yeah didn't that get re-released on Switch though at the launch or something
1: yeah I'm sure there's two Revelations games already on Switch
2: yeah I guess that would mean that it's more that that's more likely then Especially given the re- the other, the new Resident Evil remake games that aren't on Switch. Um, yeah. An exclusive sequel, though, like, would you would they develop? Would you really go to all
1: of that effort just to develop it for Switch when that's probably yeah. from a cap from cap like well not even Capcom from a Resident Evil point of view that's by far your smallest platform right?
2: Um yeah. Monkey
1: ball feels true. Yeah, I I I'd, I'd say
2: monkey ball is probably the most likely to be true because there's been a mon- there's been monkey ball games coming out recently. Yeah, um, definitely. There's one that came out last year, if not the year before, that was decent. Oh, so, um,
1: Banana Mania.
2: Yeah, so I I think that we could say that safely say that's right. Yep. If you're happy with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Endless, Endless Ocean. Remind me what game that is again. Is that the know, Wii was... one? Is that JRPG? I honestly don't know. I, 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 this is the thing with that title; it could either be a, a, a JRPG or the game that I'm thinking of is that Wii game when you're taking photos under the sea. But I, I can't. I don't. I don't know. Um, See, I don't know enough
1: about that one. Yeah. Let me, I'm gonna have a look at the wording of the Resident Evil one because that I feel might be okay. where we make our
2: mind up. If there's if there's multiple rounds of this, Mark. Um, how many rounds do we have to win in order for it to be considered a victory?
0: Uh, we just count we'll just count each each round as its own separate Takey, point. take it. Yeah. Each deck yep. it goes. All
2: right.
1: I think just on the balance of like not knowing what it is, endless oceans probably going to be correct. Yeah. It's a very I mean, like it's a very deep that. cut. Yeah, it's a very deep cut to make something up about. So by that yeah, logic, uh, that leaves uh, Revelations uh, as the fake.
2: Yeah, I like the wording of back from the depths as well. So I'm happy to uh, go with that. But I feel like I feel like if we we're gonna get a Resident Evil game on Switch, they'd just put Resident Evil remakes on the new Switch model. Uh, I don't, I'll hope and I don't I do think that Revelation. Anymore. Yeah, I don't think Revelations will be exclusive, and if it was to come out, so you're happy with that? Ballocks. Yep. Okay. Let's lock it in.
0: Locked in, locking in. Resident Evil Revelations is back from the depth with an exclusive sequel. Okay, guys, I will just run through these quickly. Uh, Endless Ocean is back from the depths with an exclusive sequel. That is true. That was the Wii game, yeah, so there were two games on the Wii uh, with Endless Ocean in the title, and they're bringing. There's a brand new one called Endless Ocean Luminous. It's exactly like you described, Ethan. You sort of swim around. Uh, as a scuba diver and explore the depths and find fish and stuff like that. I've I'm never played any of those. Definitely going to look at
2: that but... because um, one of the one of my favourite levels, or probably my favourite level from the new Pokemon Snap that I played recently, is the um, is the underwater undersea levels. So I definitely, yes. I remember seeing like a little bit of gameplay on the Wii one. So that sounds that sounds really good. There's already some exciting stuff going on with this with this direct, isn't there?
0: Yeah, and I think it's got like rogue. Like elements in that the uh, the sea resets every time this time All as well, right. so you're going to get different 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 bits and pieces floating around. Um, and number two, Super Monkey Ball is rolling back with an exclusive sequel, guys. Well done, because that one's also true. <laughs> so so well played. Cool. Uh, that's Super Monkey Ball Banana Rumble. That's coming with an exclusive sequel later this year, um, and it's the first new brand new monkey ball game uh, in over a decade. So I thought it mm. was pretty cool. And I didn't realise that you guys didn't know that much about Resident Evil Revelations because they were 3DS games that were then on the Wii U and that they did that later get moved to other yeah. consoles, but they were 3DS games. So yeah, I thought I, I they, remember, yeah, I
2: remember them on the 3DS and I remember them on the Switch but especially yeah. as a Wii U, I, know, it's fucking, I don't remember them being on the Wii U. The
0: Resident Evil Revelations... Um, 3 is rumoured to be happening as well. Uh, it might yeah. have a different name now, but in, in terms of being in this direct, that's completely bollocks. So, well played, guys. I think that's the first point any of us have won playing <laughs> this game together, so nice work. I kind of okay. don't
2: know how to feel. Like It's like, uh, it's not sunk in. that well, We've got that point yet. Yeah, that felt like, yeah, that felt very <laughs> anticlimactic. We'll just get all four
1: of these right, and, and that's like the only four we ever get right are the four tonight. Could happen, could happen guys
0: Alright, round two This one is called Coming Soon or Coming Spoon Number one (laughs) Coming Soon Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2 collection Coming Soon World of Goo 2 Number three Coming Soon Sea of Thieves
2: Oh Oh hang on
1: no. Sea of oh, Thieves there. has to Sea of Thieves has to be the fake one. There's no way they can make that work.
2: World like. of Goo two, I haven't hasn't already been announced? Unless I'm unless I'm uh, mistaken. World of Goo two is 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 I dunno, I feel like I've heard about that before. Or no, do you know what it was? I think they remastered World of Goo, didn't they, on Switch or something? Okay, yeah, that I can't would make remember. Sense. I'm not um, that familiar with them either. Star Wars it's, it's Battlefront same, One and Two, if that's
1: legit though.
2: Oh, that'd be fucking wild. Well good. I'm guessing that's the PS2 games then.
1: Yeah, they're both. They were both PS2, era weren't they?
2: In which case, it would be. I'm guessing it would be Aspia Media doing it because they've they've done Republic Commando. They've done all the Star Cuttle. Wars games. Yeah. Um, these aren't exclusives, are they? Either. Um.
1: Well, there think. can't be because Sea of Thieves wouldn't be exclusive.
2: Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sea of Thieves, though, given the whole shit about Xbox stuff. Yeah, like, but there's no
1: way that that's like. There's no way they can get Sea of Thieves to run on a Switch with all of the always online requirement and stuff. I can't yeah. think of a single Switch game that is that reliant on online.
2: Or if it did, it would. It would. It wouldn't run. Well, it won't run well. No, it'll be janky yeah. as anything. That Star Wars Battlefront One and Two collection, though, fucking hell, that's gonna be so good if that's true. What
1: a, uh, again, though? What a deep cut to pick if it's not true?
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. Because I still play that game now and again on the PC with like custom servers. So if they bring if they bring in online servers, that'd be the only thing that I wouldn't think about. That is because. The other Star Wars game—they've brought back a lot of Star Wars games at this point. Aspyr Media, and it might even—it might not even be Aspir Media, but um, f- all of the games they brought back, as far as I know, they don't really have online functionality. Or if they do, it's with like an Aspyr account for like cloud saves and stuff. So I don't know, but I—I mm-hmm. I want that to be true, so I'm going to choose to believe that's true. Even if Mark—even if Mark tells me it's bollocks, I'm going to choose to believe it's true.
1: I think yeah, even with the like even without the online though, there's still so much love for those games.
2: Yeah, true. And you could have l I guess you could have local multiplayer as well, couldn't you? God that'd be fun. Yeah, that would be good. So I guess I, Sea of Thieves bullshit? Yeah, we look yeah. in
0: Sea of Thieves as the
1: as the okay. coming spoon. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Number three is being locked in, uh coming soon Sea of Thieves, as the bullshit so let's go through these uh, number two coming soon World of Goo 2, that is true uh, I think that's March I'm going to check that, World of Goo, the first one is on the Switch as well, it was one of those games that sort of emerged from the early days of people playing games on the iPad and stuff for the first time, where mm. you are ooh I can use my finger to control things, yeah, it's like that and um, that's on uh, the, the sequel, which has been sort of highly anticipated for a while because it's a bit of an indie classic uh, World of Goo 2 May 23.
2: Nice. Um, I've I've played Little Inferno from them, which I really, really enjoyed, but I haven't oh, played yeah. any other game. I
0: played to World of Goo; it's fun. You like draw little bridges, make bridges out of goo and stuff like that. Uh, it's uh, pretty good fun. Um, okay, Star Wars Battlefront One and Two Collection, guys, well done again because that is also <gasps> true. So that's exciting, and that is, is strong with um, us tonight. Yeah. Oh, the EA game these are the games that were first released in 2004 with a sequel following in 2005 and you'll be able to revisit these games in the aptly named Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection which features both games along with bonus maps and extra heroes and you can pre-order it now and that's back on March 14th
2: that's not long but what did it sorry I I, I spoke I was too excited then to did you just it say just said in, in, <laughs> no,
0: includes bonus maps and extra, yeah, and heroes? Oh my so I think, god,
2: additional yeah. characters! An additional Asajj, Ventress, and Kit oh, Fisto. Oh are my god, extra gosh. heroes!
0: So that's coming soon, guys. Uh, on March 14th, okay, now
2: that's getting bought straight away. Did, did, now, did, 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 did we I, online play on that?
0: I, I, had, I didn't read that. I didn't read that.
2: We'll have have a look at that, won't we? Yeah, have a, look, have
0: a little look around. I have no experience or even knowledge of those games at all, so I was just like, no clue. But I thought you guys would be excited. Yeah. And I originally had a different game in here for this third one, but because... um, So I originally had Sea of Thieves, and then, then when I found out that um, Tyler had found out about the Xbox games, I switched it to another game, and then switched it back thinking I would double like second guess to you know, thinking it was true yeah. double, d- double bluff exactly but that did not pay off because you're quite right I think that's going to be a technical challenge I think it's something that could come to switch to though but we shall see so you're two for two so far guys what a night well played yeah yeah something amazing more. all it needs is for, to be three clues instead of four <laughs> okay <laughs> alright next one round three available now or an unavailable snail number one <laughs> Available now, Snowboard Kids. Number two, <laughs> Available now, five games from Rare, including Blast Core. And off. number three, Available now, Penny's Big Breakaway.
2: Oh, this oh is that cheeky, is a good cheeky, cheeky one. Cheeky, cheeky, on Because
1: Penny's Big Breakaway was the rumour that I'd heard loads about
2: for weeks. Has that not had a, a release date, drop. though?
1: No, and it had all gone really quiet. Like all of the review, all of the feedback had dropped with no date. Like there was loads oh, of, right. loads uh, of yeah, like reviewers I, and stuff had come up and been like, "We really like this game," but there was nothing about when it arrived.
2: Wait, they had the game. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, that based on that, so if people had the game but with no embargo date to drop, I guess, based on that, I would say that is true. Then, in which that case, I've got some downloading to do tonight, haven't we? Jeez, um, yeah. I'd I'd say that snowboard kids is probably true as well because that's that would be an N S O game, wouldn't it? Isn't that an N sixty four game?
1: Uh, I don't know. It's I can't remember. Whether it's N sixty four. Why do I want to say SNES? It's definitely not GameCube. You'd probably know. I, I'm, better, pretty than sure it. 3D, I'm pretty sure
2: it's a three D. I'm pretty sure it's a three D. Like I've never played it, but I'm pretty sure it's like a three D, cartoony, um, but like three D graphics. So it would be either N sixty four or above. I'm pretty sure. So. Based on that, I'm guessing it would be an NSO game.
1: Yeah, that would make um, sense. But that's, that's
2: one of them, though, isn't it? You could have just pulled it out of his ass completely because you, oh, you, yeah. you'd, ex- you'd expect, uh, you'd expect um, new games on the NSO as part of that announcement. Or oh, would you, though? Because if it's a partner direct, why would the... I guess if it's a partner developer, like, for instance, well, the Rare games come in, it's, not, yeah. it's their service, but it's not a first-party game.
1: But then how many Rare games can we think of that are not on NSO already?
2: uh banjo's on there, isn't it?
1: Banjo's on the gold. Is Conquer on, on there? there? Conquer's not on there.
2: God, but I don't that. even know if that would be on there. Do you? I don't I know. I Feel like they would have right made I've... a bit a bigger deal about that if it was being dropped. Yeah,
1: yeah, because of how rare it is and how sought after for the N sixty four. I'd love it if that was true. If we had, if they dropped like Conquer and DK sixty four, that would God, be massive. Yeah.
2: I, but I feel like if they were going to drop those games, they would drop them individually, like and give them some breathing room, don't you? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I I'm feeling like I don't know because Snowboard Kids just seems like a fucking classic little Smarrier, but I'm feeling like Snowboard Kids and was Snowboard tri-
1: Kids first party though?
2: Um, I don't think so, but I don't. I honestly don't know. I I, I don't know much about it other than it's basically like a it's a three D. It's. I'm I'm. I'm about eighty percent sure it's not a first party game, um, but i I know it's an N sixty four title, so that would make the most sense to me. And I honestly couldn't name those other rare games. So. Um. Mm. Yeah, I don't know honestly, but.
1: But then again, like like we were saying with some of the other ones, with you know, like being a deep cut to kind of just yank out there, like the number of five, like where are you getting five from? They're normally yeah. dropped in what twos?
2: Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Unless so they pen- take some t- some time in the showcase to be like, oh yeah, Xbox and Phil Spencer's there with a with a Joy-Con in his hand or something like that. Um, but yeah, I agree. There's no point. Okay.
1: So I think Penny's no big breakaway. I'm confident in and purely again on the whole, like, how would you pull that number out? I want to go with the rare one as being true.
2: Oh, you mean you want to say snowboard kids is bullshit? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll go with that. Yeah. I I mean I'd be interested to know what these games are though.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So would I. And I'm gonna, I'm already I've literally already crossed my fingers that Conquer's one of them.
2: Okay.
0: We'll okay, guys, this. you got you're we'll locking go in yeah. locking. number one as the unavailable snail. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Number three available now: Penny's Big Breakaway. That is true. That's oh, out right what, now. Brilliant. Yep. Yeah. Check much, it out. How much is that? Oh God! About quid, I, I guess. I think. I think. Yeah, it's about twenty-five quid. That's exactly right. <laughs> um And available now, five games from Rare, including Blast Corps. That's also true, guys. Oh well my played. God. <laughs> the the. the <laughs> three He's for three. Dying from yeah, so Snowball kids is not true. That's not coming at all.
2: That, um, oh, that, that you know what? I feel bad now because I actually didn't really have much faith in that. how I went with you on that, but I'm so glad that we that, that you were right on that because uh, that is a classic little bullshit from you, isn't it? Snowboard kids, you little fucking cheeky bastards. <laughs>
0: Number. So the games coming from Rare or Rareware. Uh, the games are from the NES: Snake, Rattle and Roll, and hmm. RC Pro Am. Good from game. the snes battle toads in battle Ooh, maniacs yes, classic and killer instinct oh and from the n64 the one i mentioned is blast core so mm. i'm excited about that because i played that on the n64 and i've also played a lot of snowball kids as well <laughs> which i would still love to come to nso as well please somebody make that happen um okay well then guys um, unbelievable three for three this is amazing you, you might get a clean sweep on me all four rounds this is it, this is going to be the round to decide is it a clean sweep the last round is remakes and remasters or rehash browns (laughs) number one Wii game Epic Mickey is getting a remake number two two of the 3DS Professor Layton games are getting bundled and remastered and number three 3DS game Monster Hunter Stories is getting a remaster
2: Ooh, I know which one mm. of these I want to be true. I guess the Monster Hun- the Monster Hunter Stories one. I think a lot of people would want that to come to Switch. Um,
1: um, hang on, is this the one that the sequel came out a couple of years ago for the Switch? Was it Switch and PC?
2: I think so. Because I think okay. if it is, it's Monster.
1: What's it? Monster Hunter Stories Two: Wings of Ruin. Because I've got the I've got the second one and I played a bunch of it.
2: Yeah, the first one's a 3DS game, isn't it? Yeah, he's
1: uh, 3DS then. and smartphone. Is it? Yeah, it's definitely available for either like, iOS, one, Android, or both.
2: Is this the one where you where there's an amiibo for it? Um, or am I thinking it like which is the one where it's kind of like Pokemon, where you can collect? The, that's the this brand? one. Yeah, that's this one. Yeah. Okay, um, I think I think that might be true. Epic Mickey's believable as well. To be fair. Because yeah, no people real really like that, that game. So. It's on the Wii and the second Epic Mickey, Mippy, <laughs> the second Epic Mickey games on Wii U, um, and we haven't heard anything from that in in ages. So I, I could definitely see that happening. Um, yeah, okay. I'd be interested oh. to play that as well because I haven't played it. So hopefully that's true as well. Um, the sec- what was the second one?
1: Professor Layton, two Professor Layton games. Yeah, we, they we feel, feel we like. Do- they, they're they 3DS, so I feel like they'd be 3DS function heavy because they're like puzzle games, aren't they, Professor Layton?
2: Mm. I th- I'm pretty sure a Professor Layton game has either it, just recently released or is on the horizon as well. Yeah. But I don't know if... Because I've not played any of the games in the series and, I've, to be honest, I've not paid too much close attention to it, so I don't know if that is a remaster of a game or whether it's a new game, but I, I'm there's something... There's something in me that's saying that that is bullshit because I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm thinking that there's, there's, there's a professor Layton game already coming out, so I'm guess I'm trying to think that is his rationale behind that. Yeah, it would make sense
1: it's, the one that st- that sticks out for me is that it's a puzzle game that's maybe not first party but did uh, might be exclusive on 3Ds. And if it's exclusive to 3ds, I would. And as big as it is, I bet it does something really obscure with the 3ds that would be hard to replicate. Yeah. I mean, Whereas it, Monster Hunter Stories is easy enough to transpose.
2: Yeah. Um, did they did they use the 3d 3d feature that much though? Because it's most like it's most like I don't know what types of puzzles they are, but I mean, other than a 3d cutscene or, or if it's a 3d object that you rotate in. I don't just, know if they would use would the effect that much like, either. Would just have to be dual screens, though, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. Although you can use the touchscreen on, because haven't they brought? Although there's quite a few professional lighting games on the Switch by now, and I'm pretty sure they use the touchscreen and stuff, so they might have to like re fully rebuild it, the same puzzle. But I don't think it's outside yeah. the realm of possibility.
1: It's not. It just feels less likely than Monster Hunter Stories because the yeah. potential is there. They've seen sales for the second one do well and
2: gone. Yeah, we
1: could pull the first one over. That wouldn't be a massive effort.
2: Seen Pokemon sales as well, if it's a similar gameplay style from what I've yeah. seen. Yeah. yeah, it's relatively
1: okay. similar. It's a good, like, rock, paper, scissors battle system.
2: Yeah. Okay, I'm happy with. I think Epic Mickey is quite likely.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. The other two I couldn't say. So I'll let you. You went with me the last time, I'll go with you here.
2: Oh, that's... Uh, that level of responsibility is. is uh worrying but okay I'll let's go with them too it's bullshit then if, if you're happy with that
0: yeah let's do that
2: okay fingers crossed eh
0: okay guys Uh number one the Wii game Epic Mickey is getting a remake that is true hmm. Disney Epic Mickey Rebrushed it's going to be called this came out originally on the Wii in 2010 uh, and now it's coming to the Switch apparently it's a faithful remake although the trailer just seemed to show like CGI y stuff rather than actual the gameplay. gameplay. But um, mm. yeah, I'll be looking forward to seeing more of the actual gameplay of that. I did look at some of the
2: original uh, game from the Wii, and it just looked quite fuzzy on the yeah <laughs> definitely on the YouTube. That, that, yeah. I know that's one that people have wanted to be remastered in HD for a while. The second game was really interesting because it brought back that Oswald character from the Disney Vault, which was like I think it was like the original mascot before Mickey Mouse was designed. And and it had never been used in any in any cartoons or anything. And um, the Epic Mickey two game was the first game to ever feature like Oswald. So for a Disney historians, it's quite a a landmark, landmark release. Yeah.
0: Oh cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, that that one does look interesting. I think I'm quite excited to see that one on the Switch. Seems perfect as well for the Switch audience. I think and just for Disney in general, uh, the enthusiasm for that. Um, number two two of the 3DS Professor Layton games are getting bundled and remastered. That one is the bullshit, guys. Yes. Well played. No Four before. way. Well done. Uh, you're absolutely right, Ethan, knew that the there's a game Professor Layton game coming next year for the Switch called Professor Layton and the New World of Steam. Uh, but, yeah, there's no news on remastering any of the 3DS ones that aren't already on, on Switch or any, anything like that. And that that means that Monster Hunter Stories, um, which was released in Japan in 2016, is finally making its way to Nintendo Switch along with the PC and PS4. And it will have updated graphics and new content, including a museum mode. And it's set to release this summer. But more importantly than anything that happened in the Direct is that you guys just did four in a row. Mario's Mario's, bringing it back. Well played.
2: Feels good, doesn't it?
1: Yeah? So what's that? Like six? We've got six wrong and four right now. Feels like the balance has been a little bit better addressed.
0: It's been redressed. We just need a few of these. Um, oh, it's probably an embarrassing show for me, though. But I think, you know, I think I had to like, because I had to rework a few of them quite last minute. Oh, yeah. You've done a, you've done a <laughs> yeah, good job. That it's, was all right. Yeah. It's different when, like,
1: I don't know, when you can pick objective holes in stuff, it's a lot easier. Like being able to say our oh, Endless Ocean is such a random deep cut to make yeah. a lie. And mm. same with see C- um same with the Star Wars Battlefront thing. Like
0: that's an easy point. Like an easy one for us to discount, and then it's fifty fifty. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And I think most of the stuff there is quite anything that's really stood out, I guess you've already said, is there anything that stood out that's really exciting for you guys?
2: There's quite a few exciting things in that list, isn't there? And yeah. a so classic like- mix as well.
0: Shall I run through... Oh now, I know originally we planned to take a break at this point so you guys could watch it. Shall I just run through the other announcements and yeah. then yeah, you guys can just yeah, react? Yeah,
2: that'd be sound for me, yeah. Sound.
0: Yeah, so... Um, we had Grounded. That's arriving April 16th. That's the currently Xbox exclusive, I think. And mm. that's coming... That's the survival and crafting game where you're sort of... Honey, I shrank the kids. Um... That looks quite interesting. And I, as long as it runs well enough and we hear some good performance information, I think that should be cool. Yeah, definitely. Guys, I'm surprised that will run because that's relatively recent and not a I about was thinking going. that
2: as well, yeah.
0: That's what I thought. I, I was quite surprised as well. And I thought it might be something that would get delayed until Switch 2 or something like that. But no, that's uh, coming out in April. So that's cool. The other big one, um, well, another bit of news is Ender Magnolia Bloom in the Mist. This is the sequel to ender lilies so they're continuing the plant theme of the beginning of the game I thought they would have called it ender lilies and then a different title but no, they've gone with ender magnolia this is a game that I'll be discussing with uh, max at some point soon hopefully because he is quite a big fan I think of ender lilies the first metrovania uh, yeah. which came out in 2021 20, I have yet to play it because my backlog of metrovanias is ridiculous um, any interest in this for you guys
1: I've wanted to go back and play the first Ender Lilies game, partly because you and Max have spoken about it, but I remember watching someone speedrun it at a Games Done Quick event and thinking it looked interesting. So it's something that yeah, when I get a gap that a Metroidvania would fit nicely into, it's on the list of ones I want to play,
0: for sure. Mm. Yeah, the graphics look really cool and um, the first game gets quite a lot of respect from the uh, indie Metroidvania community, so it's definitely something that's on, on my radar as well and I'm excited beginning a sequel um, I don't think we've got a date for that yet but that's coming later this year. Next one Arranger which is a role a role puzzling adventure uh, this is from Indie Studio Furniture and Mattress Arranger and this is um, uh, grid based gameplay that f- it just looks really cool and in an indie sort of way very very appealing uh, so check that one out as well. Have you guys heard of Arranger? No no it looks quite cool though I think if you look at it you'd, you'd like the look of it um, Unicorn Overlord which is the game that I think erroneously we said was a um, Square Enix game in a previous episode it sounds because like a Square Enix game to be fair it 100% sounds like a Square Enix title um, that they've come up with by throwing darts at something uh, but no it's a game from Vanillaware who did 13 Sentinels oh, Okay, yeah. Um, and this is like a tactics based RPG the demo is available as of right now, and this is coming very, very soon. Actually, on March the eighth, Ben's already booked his train journey for release day. <laughs> yeah, some of the some of the visuals suggest that uh, you, you might want to be s- not or choose to sit behind him, depending on your preference. We already mentioned Monster <laughs> Hunter stories. I've just googled yeah.
2: that, and I, for some reason, <laughs> I had in my head that it would be like unicorn, like a unicorn <laughs> game. It's not. It's like a, it's like a Fire <laughs> Emblem look, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's like Fire Emblem, exactly. You're not actually riding a unicorn around (laughs) at all. Um, Monster Hunter Stories, we already mentioned. uh, Disney Epic Mickey Rebrushed, we already mentioned that. Now, this next one, I'm super confused about this. Now, I, I read up about it beforehand, but I still don't quite understand. This is called Shin Megami Tensei V, Vengeance. And now what I don't understand about this is, I thought Shin Megami Tensei V was already on Switch. It is, it is. So, what exactly is this?
1: <laughs> DLC expansion or like a definitive edition?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. It just says on the on the bit I read. It said um, you can also still play the original version yeah, from 2021. Yeah, it's the definitive version. Okay.
2: Oh, okay yeah.
1: Fine. But then there was another th- DLC released for it.
0: I don't know. I thought the game only came out quite recently. Uh, it was, a, it was probably old. a year or two ago
2: now. Yeah, because I remember the review because we we ranked it highly on um, Switch Player. Um, so I guess one we'll to check out definitely. Don't know what the performance would be like, but um, yeah, I'm not 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 some, not a series that I'm that I'm into, but it got really good reviews. I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I
0: saw really really strong reviews for it. Oh, I think it was like in the it. high high eighties. Yeah,
1: I bought it because I was really hyped for it off the back of playing quite a few JRPGs around the time and it's good but like it's it's odd in the same breath. It's so Persona, if I'm right, is is a spin-off of SMT rather than the yeah. other way around. It's oh, a spin-off okay. that's got massively bigger. Um and it's an interesting game, but like the difficulty curve looks more like a set of stairs. You'll sort of play, and it won't. Right. You'll you'll get to an area, and it will be impossible, and it will be like beating your head against the wall for about an hour, hour and a half, and then you sort of get the lay of the land, and you level up to the right sort of area to manage. It's very Pokemon in that it's like demon collecting, um, but you can fuse them, and depending how you fuse them, you get different elemental abilities, and you've got the whole type advantage situation um but yeah you get to an area you play for a few hours and you feel like you're beating your head against a wall and then you get on the level of some of the enemies and it very quickly becomes almost trivial for the rest of the area and then you finish that area fight a boss that beats the life out of you the first three or four times and then once you understand how to beat it mechanically you don't struggle too much and then you start the whole cycle again you get to a new area the new area is extremely difficult you get on their level it's not so difficult anymore. You hit a boss, the boss is a massive climb again. It's not gradual in the same way.
0: Yeah. Okay. It do- that What you said there about the, the demons and the, the fusing, that, that also makes it sound really interesting. Um, it does say here, this version will have new storyline, new locations and more demons. Um, so yeah, interesting. That's out on June 21st. Um, yeah, and we already, next up, Star Wars Battlefront classic collection we already mentioned that but Ethan it? it sounds like you're a huge fan of these
2: Yeah I think Battlefront 2 is probably my most played PS2 game um used oh, wow. to absolutely destroy that back back in the day me and my brother would play space battles against each other where um you have like these big space uh, ships that are over hovering over a planet and then you go into the um like the hangar bay and get into the planes and you can dogfight each other in space or you can try and fly into the other person's ship and infiltrate and destroy the ship from within and um, yeah, I mean if you're a Star Wars fan you have to play this game. The campaigns are good as well like the 501st Legion campaign from Battlefront 2 it basically follows the clo- a, a specific band of clone trooper from um, the Battle of Geonosis in the Attack of the Clones film all the way up to um, them becoming stormtroopers and stuff, and it's it has like um, narration from I can't remember the gent's name, but the guy who plays Django Fett and Boba Fett now. Oh, is um, it, is
1: he a South
0: African guy?
2: Yeah, I think he's New Zealand, isn't he? Um, I don't know. I, just, I was...
0: he, is, he is. I think he's New. Yeah, he's New Zealand. He yeah. yeah, I, I oh, can't okay. remember.
2: It, it's something. Oh, I can't remember what the gent's name is, but um, he basically gives narration in between levels. And um, it's talking about, like, oh, I don't necessarily agree with what I'm doing, but I'm just following my duty. You know, It's actually quite interesting, like, considering it's just a fucking campaign for a, for a shooter game. It's actually a pretty interesting campaign. So if you're a Star Wars fan, definitely recommend checking these out if you haven't already. Incredible. Probably one of my yeah. favorite Star Wars games alongside um, Episode 1 Racer and uh, Racer Revenge. Do
1: you know what? I might buy these partly for me to play again, but, like, more for my son because he's having a massive Star Wars phase at the moment. Yeah,
2: if the split screen, if the split screen, you have um, instant action mode on this, and um, you can you can do like um, you you basically just pick whatever map you want, and certain maps have like assault modes where it does like a um, a relevant game mode. So if you go to Endor and you choose the assault match, it does Ewoks versus um, Scout Troopers, or if you go to um, Jabba's Palace, it does Gamorrean Guards and stuff. Um, or there's uh-huh. one where you can do assault mode, assault mode on um, in uh, Mos Isley and you can basically just play as all the Sith versus all the Jedi. It's so fun. Like we used to make our own game mode within Mos Eisley, where um, someone would pick a Jedi, but you're not allowed to use your lightsaber, and then someone would pick a bounty hunter with a jetpack. And then because the um, because the Jedi have like they can they have like different force abilities, like they can double jump and um, they can like run dead fast. And obviously the bounty hunters are—they're only—they're kind of just like normal stormtrooper, but they have like jetpacks and stuff. So it used to be like a little cat and mouse game. Like the the replayability on this game is really really good. So um, yeah, highly recommend them if you haven't played it. Yeah. Oh
0: nice! It's um, pre-orderable now on the Nintendo eShop for thirty-one forty-nine. Mm. Uh, that's like a a mark. Price is that, and um, after doing
2: it, there's probably a physical version as well, which I might might even look again. And it's
0: not it's not exclusive as well. Yeah, it's coming to other platforms. I saw. If that's coming out physical, I'd hold on, and that will drop in price. I would have said fairly quick. and it's Asper doing it, yep, that's confirmed.
2: I've just I just looked at uh, the trailer for it, and it's so surreal seeing new content in a game that you have nostalgia for, like. I've just seen the Kit Fisto character, and it's just mad because it's like how I don't know. Like, it's so weird seeing new content added to something that's old. I wonder how do you feel about how do you off. feel
0: about that? With yeah, sorry, famously, sorry. famous, famously, Star Wars fans not not happy with uh, new, new oh, bits being added to old things.
2: <laughs> yeah. um, I, I love it. I mean, the the. The ability to go back and have nostalgia for something that's new and enjoy new game feel and nostalgia at the same time, you don't often get that feeling, do you? The only time I have, I've ever got that is when I played a... I've only got it a few times and I got it when I played the Pokemon Sapphire remake because it felt like I was playing something familiar but then I also had it had that new game feel, so yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, it's not It's not taking anything away from the original experience, is it, so... Happy days.
0: No. no, exactly. Yeah, nice. Sorry, what were you saying, Tyler? Sorry.
1: Um, no, I was going to say, I wonder if... Because all of the basis for that game must still be, what, almost 20 years old? I wonder mm-hmm. how much of it was like they were halfway there with it and it just didn't make release date. And obviously that's from a time where patches weren't a thing. So yeah, potential that with the point. source yeah, code, shout. a lot of that already existed and it's just like... It just took a little bit of extra work to finish
0: it off and get it presentable. And so those characters, Asajj Ventress and Kit Fisto, they're 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 um, not from like new. No, they're original
1: cat or they're like they're
2: um, prequel, the prequel era canon. Yeah, Asajj okay. Ventress okay. was introduced in the uh, Clone Wars cartoon. She's like that bald woman with like the dual uh, red lightsabers. And then Kit Fisto is the one who's like. I mean, he gets, he gets buoyed in, a, in Order 66, so he looks pretty pathetic in, the, in the Revenge of the Sith, but in the Clone Wars, he's actually a really cool character. And the, and the, the Clone Wars came out before 2004, 2005? Uh, yeah, the, well, the, the Clone yeah. Wars Toonami co- cartoon, which was like made by uh, the guy who made um, Samurai Jack, that came out in like 2004, 2005, uh, leading okay. up to Revenge of the Sith. And then the Clone Wars, like the the CG cartoon that like everyone knows that's on Disney Plus, that started in I think 2008 with the film, and then it's just had right. loads of different series. So that's like the one that everyone remembers. But there's also a um, 2D animated cartoon from that looks like Samurai Jack. I'd really, re- I'd highly recommend that. By the way, it's got one of my favourite lightsaber fights of all time with uh, Anakin versus Asajj Ventress where he basically just unleashes his anger to beat her down and while he's doing it you can see like the shadow of Darth Vader around him it's it's fucking well like the style of those cartoons is so cool.
1: Oh, is that streaming anywhere or
2: is that a YouTube job? It, it's on Disney Plus, yeah. The whole thing oh, okay. on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. right, wow. sounds. I'll dig that yeah, out and sit yeah. and watch there's that with it, my boy then. There's a bit where he goes into a cave when he's hunting it and it's just completely uh, black with any all you can see is his lightsaber his face. And then there's like Droplets of water in the cave, but you realize that the droplets of water in the cave are the sound of Darth Vader's breathing. It's so good. Oh, that's, oh, that's So cool. clever. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, uh, yeah. I've not watched any of those. Anim- I've not watched any of the Clone Wars stuff either. So I might have to give give these a go. Um, uh, but yeah, the games as well. No clue. <laughs> but you guys are so enthusiastic about them, so I'm tempted to pick it up. Online support but... oh, wait. as well. I've just seen. Oh, oh nice. no! That's insane.
2: Oh. Gotta get wait for it on, that to come down in
0: price. Yeah. Um, next up uh, we had South Park Snow Day um, a new South Park game which I think it said was exclusive for a bit or it says it's currently exclusive Uh, that's on March 26th Now, what I don't understand about this one is new South Park game but that name doesn't strike me as the sort of name that you know they're normally called like Fractured Butthole or something like that and you'd think it would at least be like Yellow Snow Day or something you know yeah, yeah. Seems so a bit tame, a bit, doesn't oh.
2: it? I think I think it's just literally like, oh, you're a kid and school's cancelled. Like, there's no, there's nothing more to it, is there? I think that, um, that seems to be it.
1: Looking at like what they've released, it's not the same style of game as Fractured Butthole and stuff.
2: Yeah, I think it's like a 3D shooter, it's, isn't it? It's, uh, well, it looks it's like, like that third 3D third co-op shooter, game. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Weird.
2: It reminds me of the um, South Park N sixty four game, if you you know the yeah I can Manchester see that in Turkey one.
0: Yeah, I can see that. So. Uh, next up is Sword Art Online: Fractured Daydream. I thought
2: you were going to say Fractured an... Butthole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like lining it up. <laughs> uh,
0: no release date except later this year, um, and it's an MMO. So you choose a character and take part in big twenty person raids. I don't know anything about this one at all. Is that going to have? But... Is that online then? Like fully online? It sounds like it. Uh, mm. I said multiplayer online, so I yeah. don't know how that's going to work with voice chat and everything. Yeah, well, no, it's only that uh-huh. like the concept of Sword Art Online because I've I've watched the first
1: two or three seasons of the anime, and the first season okay. definitely is spectacular. The second one is a little little bit iffy, and then it went downhill quite quickly. But the whole concept of it is all of your characters in that it takes place entirely within an MMO itself so where they say it's an MMO does it play like an MMO
0: but it's all uh, AI okay. rather than actually being fully online I uh, got you because it says yeah it does say here MMO come to life
1: yeah so uh, okay with the yep. whole universe series or whatever being based on an actual MMO I wonder if it's that rather than a genuine MMO in the sense that we'd see it it's, it takes place in the world that the series takes place in I guess rather than being a traditional
0: MMO
2: That is really interesting the co- the idea of a uh, game that's an MMO but it's actually a single player game and you're within an MMO and it's like breaking the fourth wall, that would be interesting Yeah that, that, is, weird. that is weird This, this nice. says online multiplayer though I'm pretty sure it. So that, that would be cool sure then,
1: fun. if they do that right it could be very cool
0: so then, it, then it's a series about an MMO, and now they're actually releasing an MMO. So they're just they're just hammering that nail. They've um, been releasing games for if, for, if it probably, is probably I think there's probably four or five different ones out there. Okay, okay. Anyway, that's <laughs> coming later this year. Uh, Gundam Breaker Four. You guys know that sounds that? very that's Japanese.
1: Come. I I want to get into the whole Gundam thing because I think it's cool as fuck
0: those are like those are the models that like yeah like transform type models yeah like somewhere between like transformers and like the megazords from the early power ranger series these aren't the ones that you sort of roll over like a magnet thing it's like a game and then they sort of open and close no that's oh, so um bakugan
2: bakugan yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah my, yeah, yeah, brother, yeah. my, my brother had some of them they were uh, they were pretty cool to be fair yeah my yeah son's uh, got
0: Yeah, my nephews were playing with them, and I was initially like, what is this nonsense? And then they were really fun, and we were playing with them for ages. Um, Okay, uh, next up, Super Monkey Ball Banana Rumble. I'm really keen for this one. Um, This upcoming title offers over 200 stages, a new spin dash move, a new co-op mode, and some character customization. Does Um, it have gyro support? It does sound... Yeah, I did read it will have gyro support, but, but it's... Um, I don't think it's necessary. You can just play it. Oh no! There's no better way to without. play those games than with gyro. Yeah, yeah I agree. Book. I think it's fun. I said so, it before, but like,
1: sorry, Ethan. But like, no, no, sorry. Um, I said before about like watching someone speed run something, and it like making you see a game totally differently. If you ever get a chance, like watch someone speed run a monkey ball game. Because it is absolutely insane in the most fun, happy, joyful way possible. It's just wild, the stuff you see people do. You're just like, what on earth? How does anyone think, oh, I
0: wonder if this works and get it so perfect that it is actually functional? Yeah. Yeah, because you can, like, leap across almost the entire stage can't you like just with with one move at the right point you can sort of jump right to the end exactly Um, I remember them being it's one of those games that you think you you play the first few levels like this is so ridiculously easy and then like 10 levels later you're like oh my god yes how hard is this yeah brutally difficult
2: this is one of those games where the art style is just so appealing isn't it like yeah it's one of those games and it's one of those games to what you're saying about the uh, speedrun stuff like it just I enjoy watching people play it because it like it's pretty instant you can you can see the skill level pretty instantaneously when you're watching someone play this game so it's it's quite um, it's quite an entertaining one f- to watch because uh, like sometimes when you watch like MOBAs or uh, eSports games unless you understand the game itself um, and have a knowledge of it it's sometimes difficult to understand what's going on and like where the skill level is, is being shown but something like this, where it's like finick, finickety platforming and stuff like that, it's just, it's it's one of those games where anyone can watch or anyone can play as well. But um, I was a bit confused before because I I I didn't I thought that is it Banana Mania? I yeah. thought that one was was a new game, but it I think it's a remake of a of an older game, isn't it? So yeah, because be. you were saying this is the first new game. In a in while, like 10 years. Mark. Yeah,
0: yeah that, that, that's what I'd read. This is the first new game in over a decade. That's exciting. And the the other games were um, remakes or remasters of previous releases. Yeah, because I'd also thought that was a new game as well. But no, it doesn't sound like it is. Um, yeah, this is quite exciting. I like the Monkey Ball games. And um, I don't think those remasters got as much attention as perhaps they deserved. and Or, or even as much critical acclaim. Mm. So I think hopefully Banana they can really Mania- nail it.
2: Like I remember there's banana mania which was the most recent one, and then before that there was banana ball blitz and I think okay. I think banana ball blitz didn't didn't review very well um but banana mania was good like people enjoyed that um but maybe <laughs> this one will be even better and it'll have people going the proverbial fruit for it <laughs> uh, <that's laughs> so we've got we like. this there, so
0: there's banana blitz what was the second one? Banana. Banana, <laughs> Banana Mania
1: Banana is Mania. the last one. It's, Banana the, Mania. Okay. it's a remake of the first three console entries
0: in the series, apparently. Okay, and this one's Banana Rumble. So, okay. What well, I just should we predict future titles? Banana-rama. Banana. Daiquiri. Yeah, Banana-rama. that's the first thing that comes to mind, isn't it? It's got to be. Uh, uh, Banana daiquiri. I was thinking, but um, okay. Hammett. Next up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a monkey in your trousers or um, World of Goo Two is coming out on May 23rd? We already talked about this. This will have 64 levels, and you've got to navigate your goo balls to the end. Uh, they should this have called
2: it uh, World of Goo Two Electric Goo. Ele- electric Goo Goo. <laughs> <Google. laughs> <Yes>. Nice.
0: <laughs> There's still time, everyone. There's still time. Do it. Maybe they could save that for the the third one. Um, but this is currently a nintendo console exclusive actually which
2: is quite exciting
0: Mm. uh fantasy life i the girl who steals time um that should have been a mario
2: s mario because that sounds like a made-up game no we (laughs) knew about that already
0: that had been talked about already (laughs) this looks like it had already been talked about this looks like a professor Layton game as well with two characters walking around Uh, it's it's a life sim um and you play up to sort of 14 different roles called lives and that's we now have a release date for it. it is october the 10th this year um also coming up is another crab's treasure which was uh, yeah this looks really interesting this is set to launch april 25th and also will be on all of the other major consoles uh, including game pass um this is like the souls like game but you're playing as a crab this looks fantastic really excited for this one
2: going under from the same developer is really good that's right, I that's right. have you played, you played that yeah?
0: i haven't but i heard about it that it's yeah like a bit really of a, good a, so uh, if
2: it's 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 got a good sense of humor to it as well so if that's anything to go by this is going to be a really good one <laughs>
0: well how c- i mean they, they're called Agro crab apparently the developers yeah yeah um yeah okay it looks completely insane is this something you're keen on as well tyler um i'll definitely try
1: it i I feel like I'm hitting my stride a little bit with Souls games. So one that doesn't
0: take itself seriously in the same way that this could be a lot of fun. Perfect. Yeah, and I'm playing a Souls-like at the moment that also involves animals that I'll talk about on a future show. Um, Penny's Big Breakaway. This is the um, big sort of shadow drop that we kind of knew was coming. But it's out now on Switch, PS5, PC and Xbox Series X. And this is the Yo-Yo sort of callback 3d platformer game which looks delightful i've not managed to see any reviews of it yet because obviously it's only just launched but this is something that uh i'm definitely keen to give a go myself uh what about you guys yeah i'm quite interested in this who is the the devs were the
1: guys that made sonic mania was. isn't it oh uh, okay that's oh well it. that's like that's pretty good like pretty good indicator i a great be decent yeah
2: it almost makes you think. What if they'd have just let him do a three D Sonic? I know it's a different type of platforming, but the the, the visuals in this game it kind of reminds me of. Um, is it Sonic three D Flicky's Island or something like that? Like it it reminds me of the. Uh, if it's like got like retro like polygonal graphics, but they're all they're they're almost kind of like Sega, Saturny. Oh, that is very super three D Mega Drive graphics. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. I really love the style of this one. The character itself. Even even because even though people were saying, um, oh, it would have been great if we'd have just let I think it's Christian something, I can't remember the, the gent's name, but if we could just let let them carry on with Sonic. But the the the, the personality of the character design from this unique game is, is really good, so it's it's good to see like a new a new platforming character as well as well as yeah, just definitely. like remakes of existing uh, known entities uh, It's always
0: nice to get a fresh IP, isn't it? With Especially if this does take off and gets a lot of enthusiasm, we might see more from Penny Maybe one day Penny will be bigger than Sonic Who knows? But um, at the moment, not so <laughs> But let's hope it does get uh, some attention and people buying it and playing it, because it looks really interesting um, Next up we had the uh, Suka game, which is that Tetris-like with the Oh my God, not league. the Waterman
1: game. What are they doing with it? What are they doing?
0: That's they doing it. it? it's now got a multiplayer expansion pack DLC that supports local two-player co-op, and that's available now. Oh God, I'm buying um, that as soon as we get off. There they, they, <laughs> they, they, they was <laughs> there wasn't multiplayer before, even though there was an online leaderboard. But that looks so. You're a big fan of that, are you, Tyler? Yeah,
1: I love that. Like my entire family got into that game <laughs> when it was having its like massive spike on Twitch. I kind of watched someone play it, found. I think I bought it for the Switch, but I got a knockoff um, smartphone version of it. Nice. And I played. I think I played it once. My wife was like, "Oh, what are you playing?" And then she started playing it, and then my little boy started playing it, and then we had like both my brothers-in-law playing it as well, and us all sending scores to each other. So the fact that we can do it properly because the the official version is far far better. Um, but yeah, like the fact that we can do that local multiplayer will be hilarious. I will get hours and hours out of that
0: with my wife and my little boy. It is the knockoff version you've got is is it just like the same name with one letter taken out or something? Or is it, uh, Is it I called like? No, it's like called something really
1: obscure. I ended up googling around okay. to find like the the best quality clone. It still wasn't as good, but it was like enough that you got the idea. But it's okay. it's genuinely like for how much the original game costs. Like even if it's like ten quid, maybe. The game is like crack. It's so simple, but it is just something like, it's very joyful, like musically, and they're like cute popping noises that
0: the fruits make when they like combine. You just sit there and you're like, I just want to keep playing it. So the standard edition by itself is £2.69, currently on Switch. The main game plus the multiplayer mode is four sixty eight and the mode expansion pack, if you've already got the base game, is only £1.99. So that is some of the best at- money you can possibly spend. <laughs> okay. Well, it's quite an endorsement, man. I'm, I'm going to pick this up, actually, because that does sound like crack, and I like some crack. I look forward to um,
1: hearing what it's like you and Christine playing that side by side once you
0: kind of have got the hang of how it works. I don't know if I managed to convince her to play it. Anything like that where there's like, a timed element, I'm guessing there's like it's, a no, time, it's, it's not,
1: it, it's not. That's the joy of it. It's the only way you game ends is when you fill the bowl, jar, box, whatever you want to
0: call it. It's about okay, space then it's management, not, not time. It's like ah, interesting. Okay, yeah, that she will potentially be more interested in that. I will show her and I will report back if there's any take up on that whatsoever. Um, now the next game is one that I'm really, really keen on. I've already downloaded the demo for it. This is called Pepper Grinder. Which I think we saw in a previous yeah, I feel like Indie this. Direct. Um, this game, it's got like a really lovely pixel art, um, retro-inspired uh, graphics. Looks a bit like Celeste, um, sort of blue-haired heroine, um, and it's a um, looks like a sort of platformer, Metroidvania sort of game. So I can't wait to play this one. It's out March 28th, and the demo is available now. Uh, take a look. It look it looks kind of wacky as well. Like the there's some interesting characterization going on behind the main character in the video. Very colourful and pixel-arty. Uh Next one is another big one: Pocket Card Jockey Ride On, which is Game Freak's take on Solitaire, um, which was a huge hit on the Nintendo Three DS, and that got a mobile port last year to Apple Arcade, and it's now on the Switch. Is, is this the, the one so that Ben and about this game?
1: Yeah, this is the one that Ben and Mark are like obsessed with.
0: That's absolutely right. Yeah, where you you, you race horses or something and put cards. Down, or I don't know exactly what it is, but they're obsessed with it. And um, um, Lewis thinks it's fake or something.
1: That <laughs> yeah, all sounds
0: completely like our lot. It does sound like. And Game game Freak, Ethan? Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Better than the, are the other foray they did earlier in. What was that game called earlier in the Switch's lifespan that they did with Toby Fox and it just didn't hit at all?
2: Oh, I can't even remember um yeah I can't I remember sorry know what that is.
0: Have to... anyway this retails for thirteen forty nine. you can download a demo Town
2: um, Hero is it
0: yeah town, little, oh, town is hero. little Town Hero oh, yeah, oh yeah that, yeah, that, that came cool. and went
2: Little Town Hero oh, that looked pretty
0: good as well that did that's a shame that didn't work out I might get the de- I'm going to download the demo and give this a go and if it let's see what Mark and Ben are talking about with this one um are,
2: are you guys going to play this? Probably not, to be honest with yeah. you. No, I don't think I've got
0: the time for it at
1: the moment. I'll make time for the watermelon game, but this is a little bit much.
0: You think it's more complicated than the watermelon game? Possibly.
1: But it's just like, I can, I'm can. i already itching to go and like I'll probably, when we're finished, despite the fact <laughs> that I need to sleep, I will go download it and sit and play it for at least 20-30 minutes
0: if it is like Solitaire though it's that's the sort of game where you can kind of just have it on your screen in the background can't you and just sort of occasionally go back to it and oh, create yeah. a couple of bits yeah, yeah
1: it's a great one for being sat in a team's
0: meeting that's it <laughs> exactly that exactly on that on mobile okay.
2: mobile's preferable to Switch though isn't it for that Um, I don't
1: know I kind of don't mind either way as long as even if it's yeah. on Good even if you're course. playing on a PC screen as long as it doesn't require full screen anything idling will do Loop Hero is great for that
0: yeah that's true I think loop anything like that I probably would want to have on my like background just behind the window it's open like in a teams meeting I think you're right rather than on my Switch um, it just looks a little bit obvious with my video on if I'm playing on the Switch at the same time um, at least that way I can pretend that I'm working um, Pentiment that's Ooh. the Xbox yeah game. that is um, is it Obsidian did it as like a passion project that's right it's the sort of um, is it like a renaissance types. So yeah sort of, it's weird 15th oh, century yeah it's yeah. oh, renaissancey this one's yeah. out now actually so it was out it's out today uh it was delayed a day for some reason it didn't quite get a shadow drop but did at the same time um which looks kind of cool i did actually play it very briefly on game pass when i had an xbox um it was a bit it was a bit wordy but it looks like a wordy game and it is but it's yeah, like a for historical
2: for you to say that as well
0: yeah, well, I don't like, in games, that sort of thing, too much. Yeah, um, you've had, you do had enough of,
2: of it in your book, you want to get on a game, don't you? That's it.
0: That's absolutely right. Um, this one is a historical mystery as well, So, but the the mystery element appeals to me. And I think you've got to solve a series of murders as well, which is, does appeal to me as well, so maybe I'll give this another go on Switch, um, especially if it's got a demo I could replay the beginning. Um, you guys going to give that a go? Ethan, you sound quite interested.
2: Yeah, I'll have a look at it, yeah. I, to be honest, I... Um I don't know why I didn't look at it when it originally came out um, So I'll definitely look at it the, the, It's just the visual style, I think it's really unique yeah. I've not seen a I've not seen a game, I'm sure there probably is one But I've not seen a game uh, Do that that style um, And animate it It does really
0: wonderful things With fonts, if you like a font If you like your typeface um, Check this game out, because you can choose Different fonts that you want for the game And change how the presentation of the words are displayed and all sorts of things like that which is kind of cool mm. if you're into that sort of nonsense um as i am a little bit but uh, not enough for it to be in a game <laughs> uh so the other games coming to nso we already um discussed earlier which were the rare games which is kind of cool uh, killer instinct snake rattle and roll rc pro am uh, Blastcore it'd be nice to play Blast Core again I haven't played that since it was on the N64 so I'll be I'll be jumping into that again although I always say I'm going to do that and then I never do um, you guys keen on any, any of these?
1: I'll have a double at some point I think definitely Killer yeah. Instinct I want to play because I can't remember whether I've played the original or not um, but like fighting games before the era of like Evo when you're either a human being or you're getting absolutely destroyed by anyone you play against pre-that era, I
0: quite like fighting games. <laughs> and, uh, Ethan, you sounded quite keen on Battletoads in Battle Maniacs.
2: Yeah, I haven't actually played that one. Um, I've heard good things about it. I've played a lot of the original Battletoads, the NES version, so... Um, Which hopefully one was the Game Boy port? A very good question. I don't or was know that a separate game that entirely? Sort of yeah. yeah. Um, Killer Instinct as well. I've never actually played Killer Instinct, so I'll have to have a look at that one, won't I? Um, let's have a look at this.
1: Just, which one of the Battletoads games is it that's supposed to be like one of the hardest games ever made? It,
2: the NES one, I think. Ah, okay. Yeah, I never got very far in it. Like, but there's a Battletoads Game Boy game, which I think is just like an adaptation of the NES game. But did, were you saying Game Boy Advance?
1: No, it was definitely it was Game like original Game Boy. Because I remember yeah. buying that and I never got past maybe the second or at push the third level.
2: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the the Game Boy game is bit is just like a version of the, um, it's the version of the of the NES game. Like it has like similar levels, but obviously adapted for that platform. Yeah, yeah, that the, be the soundtrack though. in the um, Battletoads NES game is iconic. So hopefully this this NES uh, one will have a good soundtrack as well. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's cool, and it's nice to get some more Rare games. A lot of people out there have been disappointed that we didn't get the sort of full Rare replay collection. Is that something you guys are annoyed about, or just happy to have got some some more from Rare? I, think it's, I guess always, it's, the, it's
1: always nice to have. It's not Conquer, and I'll always be disappointed by that.
2: I guess it's the format of how they're releasing the titles as well. If they want to release a package and charge for it, they could do that. But it's nice that they're scattering them across the um, the... Uh, NSO platform because it, it, I guess it only benefits them if they want to if they want to make another Battletoads game or they want to do something else with some of their other IPs it's got that they're building recognition aren't they just by providing these games for these services so That's true. Um, yeah.
1: didn't, didn't they do a Battletoads remake or a new Battletoads game in the last few years and it just didn't yeah. do all that well
2: yeah there was a new Battletoads game that came out um, I think it was probably on Game Pass it's probably still on Game Pass as well yeah. isn't it so Yeah, uh, they they restylized the characters as well. So, yeah, I guess I guess they did give it a swing, didn't they? Twenty twenty, that one was. Oh wow, okay. My guess much
1: more recently. Yeah, my guess is that they're not releasing Conquer because they're going to full remake it, and with the attitude Microsoft are taking, they're going to like full remake it for Xbox and the new Switch. Mm. It's my pie in the sky thinking. That's some crazy thinking. If
2: if they hadn't. I mean, it's worrying what's happening with um, Toys for Bob and stuff like that at the moment because they've cut that studio down massively. There was rumour that that studio was going to be closing, um, and now I think the st- the company's just going remote and they've they've not like they've not renewed the lease on their office. But that company from Blizzard that that had made Crash Bandicoot Four, those are the sorts of developers where you go going where you can, you can work on Banjo Kazooie or you can work on a Conker game. So they've definitely got a pedigree if they wanted to make a new game entirely not even a uh not even a remake like they could they could make a new conquer game um mm. like that would be really exciting but i guess a remake would be as good wouldn't it because there's quite a lot of people that haven't played it it's, it's i'd say Conquer's probably even more niche than than a crash bandicoot re- uh, definitely more niche than the crash oh, bandicoot remake or a uh a banjo a banjo remake so yeah definitely way way, way more niche yeah yeah
0: nice to bring that back and it, there might be a way of testing the the you know the enthusiasm for it by Definitely. bringing a bit of a remaster back on switch before doing anything more uh, which is what we're all hoping well it's certainly i'm hoping they're doing with f-zero with f-zero 99 uh, testing the waters a little bit but um okay they've got a couple of last announcements that i'll go through now we, we already mentioned one of them which is endless ocean luminous there were two games on the Wii which was Endless Ocean then Endless Ocean 2 Adventures of the Deep this is a brand new one with some you know roguelike elements like I said you get to explore the deep and this one has a massive multiplayer mode which can support up to 30 divers Um, and that's coming to Switch on May the 2nd Um, and that was their one more thing bit at the end but before they did the one more thing they released, they told us about Mother 3 which My um, God. Which was pretty incredible, but the twist there is that this is Japan only. So we're getting (laughs) a game that people have been crying out for for a very long time, the Game Boy Advance game Mother 3. It just seems like whenever it's Earthbound or Mother, they just don't want to do the old translation of that. I think it's because it's such a cult thing.
1: They couldn't justify it. And to go back and add all of that into let's do the full translation... Because apparently there's a very, very good fan translation
0: out there. Yeah, so how difficult is it if there's already a fan translation just to take that, check it, or tweak it, and just... Especially if you're already bringing the game out into Japan. Uh, yeah. It seems a
2: bit bizarre. Um, I've, see, I've seen something about... Um, I can't remember... The, I can't pronounce the gentleman's name, but Shigei Shige, Shige Sato Itoi or whatever. Um he's like the the creator of mother and earthbound um because the i read that Awata asks book and he's and he's written quite cuz he'd wrote he'd written the the book um Awata asks is stuff that he's written for his website that 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 itoy um and they work together on mother 3 and i th- i don't know if i'm mistaken here but i, I think itoy was is kind of reluctant to work on that game again like I don't know if he wants to go back to the game. Um so maybe that might play into the localization aspect of it because obviously a re-release in Japan is, is just is just that a re-release um versus them having to invest in cuz it I know I know it would just be primarily localization but there's a lot of um there's, there is a lot of other things that go into it and also like the localization of a game like that is a lot more in depth than the localization of like even a even a Pokemon game has localization differences in different territories, but a game like that which is quite weird and wonderful and quirky and it's got it's got this the, the personality of the, the designers and writers within it. I don't know if they're more precious precious about that. Yeah, especially with maybe. it being something
1: Iwata was involved in so heavily.
2: Yeah. Um so it, I don't c- know.
0: it could just be that they just perceive that there isn't the interest outside yeah, and probably, they just, probably just, that, just that, think innit? the audience the audience isn't there and they weigh up the cost of doing it versus the rewards and just think like we're bringing three but we you know the others aren't readily available and you you know well obviously earthbound is but yeah harder to get hold of um so maybe that's why they just think the enthusiasm is not there but then they brought the character from mother 3 into smash didn't they if i remembering that right what's his name
2: i don't even know i mean what lucas is is lucas mother 3 uh,
0: I'd need to. I'd need to check that. Actually, like maybe I'm talking on my ass there. But, I feel um, like he's earthbound. He's earthbound. Is Lucas, it? Okay. Lucas, yeah. and
2: Ness are the only mo- earthbound characters in yeah. Smash. Is that right? Um,
0: Those are the two. Yeah. No, I want to uh, say
2: there's thanks.
1: there's one of the, there's a girl in there as well. Oh, I'm gonna oh, look at earthbound characters Smash. Yeah. Okay ness starman lucas who am i thinking of I'm c- no there's not a there's yeah not it's only really
2: it's only it's no. and uh, they're all they're all in as a assist, tro- assist trophies i think but there's also yeah. there's also um the earthbound stage as well so maybe that's what we're thinking of
1: yeah maybe that would make sense
2: because there's definitely there'll definitely be more than three references in smash brothers but um yeah it did it seemed it seemed like
0: the part of this partners direct that seemed the least partnery aspect if you know what i mean it seems yeah. like the sort of thing that they would put into a main direct to tell us about mother 3 do you, do you guys agree with that
2: yeah yeah I, th- this is the thing like you were saying i know everything is technically partnery but there's i was expecting like full third party like um there's there's a like endless even endless ocean for instance that's like in it that was a wii game so it It doesn't feel like a partner game, if that makes sense. Like, Mm. for some reason, when I was going into this, I was thinking it was going to be games that are on different platforms that are also coming to the Switch. But then Um, there's a lot
1: of, like... I don't know. There's a lot of, what, Capcom there, Microsoft, Rare. I can kind of see, like, the partner side of it. But, yeah, I was kind of expecting a bit more, like, Ubisoft. Yeah, Capcom's probably... Ubisoft, Capcom, EA... So we're not too far off, I guess. Just not yeah. any of the third parties I would have expected.
0: I was expecting something else from Square Enix. How do how, how do you guys rate rate these? Like now, now that you've been through all of it, how do you rate the this direct? Uh,
2: I think it's brilliant. I'm, I'm more than happy with that. Yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. I'd agree with an eight out of ten. I think for me, you've got re-release like old games coming out that i'm enjoying i've got a game that was on my radar and penny's big breakaway is that what it's called yeah penny's big break or penny's yep. big breakaway yeah um that as a shadow drop like you've got a bit of everything haven't you really um i guess a few mother f- mother fans will be a bit raging about the 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 drop of that but um as someone who's not really that invested in that whole situation i'm really happy with that
0: yeah, same. I would give it an eight, I think, or an eight, or an eight, or a nine. To be fair, for for what was, if we we were told it was a Nintendo Direct, and it was, and they hadn't said Partner Direct beforehand, I'd definitely be disappointed not to have had some more first person stuff, uh, how uh, long first was party the,
2: stuff? How long was the showcase? Like forty-five 20, minutes.
0: No, it was only about twenty-five
2: minutes. It was so, really like, short. If they'd have if they'd have added another twenty minutes and put some first party stuff in, that would be pretty pretty beef pretty good um, direct in general, wouldn't it?
0: Exactly. Yeah. So why do we think that didn't happen? Let's let's talk about that next. So we have had rumors that the Nintendo Switch has been delayed to twenty twenty-five. Um, there were some quite big um, news outlets like Eurogamer that have said that. They are hearing from um, sources that the switch 2 has been delayed to 2025 because uh, n- not for any particular reason, but just that's what Nintendo are telling the publishers. The, uh, that's isn't
1: the inference that it's
0: to make sure they have the strongest launch lineup possible. That's
1: the wording that I've seen quite a few times.
0: Oh, uh, did you read that? I, yeah. I haven't. I haven't encountered that. Okay, that that would make sense to me. That was my feeling was that it would make. They know that they've got enough legs left in the Switch with the current, um, with with the recent sales expect, uh, you know, they are up their recent projections, the sales have looked good, they, they must sort of feel that they've got enough content to tide them over for the remainder of the year, and therefore that they might as well wait, uh, unlike with the Switch, which they felt they had to sort of bring forward, uh, and then not have Odyssey there uh, day and date, and... They needed to do something quickly. They sort of feel that they can just hold off a little bit longer for this one and just get the most incredible lineup ever.
1: Yeah, I think that's what they're pushing for because every other console release that I can think of, they've had a Zelda or a 3D Mario and they've obviously missed tiers. And, well, 3D Mario is still an option. Yeah, I feel like they kind of need one or both of those like on launch to really do well there's not like the we used the only console i can think of where they didn't have one of those and it didn't I th- launch i don't well. think
2: um i don't think sunshine was a launch title on gamecube to be fair and then what did the what did the we have the we had the we had twilight princess but yes. well, that was that was the same situation as um as breath, breath of is, the wild as breath of the wild where it's a gamecube game yeah and then yeah um yeah so i mean i honestly think that they could launch it depends how fast they want to come out of the gate and if 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 the switch to hardware is is that evolution but it's got the backwards compatibility then then you do want to have that heavy hitter like you say because you want to give people a reason to buy it rather than going oh that's nice i'll buy it when my old one breaks you know what i mean because if because it's if it's iterative hardware There needs to be like a real reason to get it into in terms of the games uh, more Mm. than just the excitement of the actual actual console itself like if you look at the the ps5 um, they're one of the reasons why I think that was selling out so quick and there's a lot of excitement around oh this is the next generation of PlayStation but there wasn't there's not necessarily the games on day one to, to ba- worth buying the console for you're buying the console itself because it's exciting to have the hardware whereas the Switch Pro, the lion share of Switch owners will just think of it as like more comparable to a new iPhone model than the jump between a PS4 and a PS5 so yeah having an mm-hmm. exclusive uh, Switch 2 game, that's like really heavy hitter. I think it's probably going to be a Mario game to be honest. Yeah I think Mario's fought, well
1: Mario's very likely Zelda's feels very very unlikely in the same breath
2: if it, if it wasn't yeah. for um, Onuma and company coming out and saying that there's going to be no DLC for Tears of the Kingdom, I would have bet on a definitive edition of Tears of the Kingdom for uh, this console as well. Because um, we got those Master Trials DLCs for Breath of the Wild, and I I, I would have bet on something similar coming for Tears of the Kingdom. Um, yeah, they've fumbled that out, though. I'm actually happy about that as well Like, I, when, they, when they said that I was like I actually rate that Like, they've, they've, yeah. they've released a fucking 10 out of 10 game and that's it yeah that's um, it it's
1: not like I don't feel like they're milking it I don't feel like they milk Breath of the Wild but I feel like it gets into the realm of milking it a little bit if they keep dribbling out content
0: yeah, and as someone, I always intend to play the DLC, but quite often I just uh, I, won't, I won't. So uh, for me, I like it when the game is just there, it's done and done. Um, I think with even with something like the new Elden Ring, uh, you know, er- oh, er- Tree, the entry that's coming out, you know, it's all. I, I I think Alex in the group sort of said like, ah, oh, you know, I'm kind of done having just played Elden Ring, even as a huge fan of Elden Ring, uh, he was. But the thought of Going back into it to play the DLC to have to like learn how to <laughs> learn master all of again. that again. Yeah. Exactly, learn the whole game again just for a relatively small part of the experience. I quite like it when it's something that overhauls the game to an extent where I sort of want to replay it all again. Like I, that's how I approached the Breath of the World yeah. DLC when that came out. Um, that that's probably how I prefer DLC rather than like extra add-on because I, I I prefer just to wait until the full game is available as like a, a complete edition or a, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. the, with the Elden Ring thing, it's different. And I like, I, there's a little part of me that was hoping they were going to somehow be like, oh, Elden Ring's coming to the Switch as well. <laughs> Just because of the whole, uh-huh. the trailer being at like the same time on the same day. I was like, there's a chance this happens. It's not going to, but there's a chance. And I live for that.
0: That, well, we've had a question from an anonymous Listener, um, along those lines, shortly. So we'll get to what we think will be on the switch to in a bit. But before we get to that, um you guys, how do you feel about the switch to being delayed? Is it something that you're worried about? Have you got enough to keep playing? And how do you feel about the, you know, the the, the global population? How how will they react?
2: I, I'm. I'm not gonna lie, I'm just fucking sick of hearing about it at this point. Like I, I feel like I've been hearing about Switch two for five years. Um and I, I have been hearing about it for five years and it's just like <laughs> the the amount of boy who'd cried wolf um situations that I'm seeing online with people whose uncles work for Nintendo and have got inside scoops and then it's just wrong and then they say, Oh yeah, I was always wrong that's the like as it that they're acting as if like, oh yeah, yeah, like I just like, I'm just at the point now where I'm, I'm buying you would turn it all off until the thing turns yeah. up, basically. Yeah, I'm gonna mm. get it day one. I think it's I think it's interesting to have an early 2025 release date instead of an in time for Christmas release date, but I don't think it will make too much difference to them. Um, I think it will just, I think if anything, it will mirror the launch of the original Switch, which will be an interesting, um, um, R- rerun of events um, and I'm excited for that, I mean, I'd be excited to start the new year with a new console as well I mean it'll be three months in by it comes out We're reckon March 2025 we're saying
1: I don't know because do, then, do they then push it till after the end of March because <laughs> it's a new financial year, it doesn't matter ultimately, I think it's they've not intended to do it but think of the genius of you know, you'll get, you get your Christmas presents or whatever, you're not vying for any of that competition around what kids want for Christmas and you've given families just enough time to recoup from Christmas and have a little bit of money in their pocket and then you're <laughs> going to drop your new console when there's no big, you know, when no one other than maybe the odd birthday is going to be... You're not fighting for anyone's attention in the same way, it's just all yours. Mm. Mm. But yeah, like I... I don't mind. I'm I, like you're saying that I'm kind of sick of hearing about it. I was starting to genuinely believe it could be this year. Now I'm quite happy to wait another year. There's like there's a year to catch up on the newest Pokemon games that I haven't played, the three or four Switch games that I've wanted to get to but not had a chance to. This is like this is giving me the perfect stopgap to do that.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I'm more disappointed not for myself but for people I know who would want the Switch to you know people like dan perhaps who've wanted to switch to after like the second year of the switch being out where it's like this is already out of date i want something new bring it sort of i'm disappointed for those people more than i'm disappointed for myself i'm always quite happy to play be playing on older hardware anyway um and i'm just excited for like the next generation of uh third party and you know partner games to come to a a system like that that you know let's say it can run as well as say the Xbox Series S. Uh, what will we have? That what what you know things like Elden Ring, things like um, Red Dead Redemption Two, games like that uh, possibly will all come along to uh, a portable console like that um, uh, with Nintendo games on it as well. It's all very exciting for me, and I'm happy to wait for 2025 to play those games. And also, I've got such a huge backlog of indie titles and even first-party games to play on the Switch already. I completely agree with you, Tyler. Like just having a stopgap to do that. And there won't be a stop gap because I'm sure that they will have already planned out what's coming between now and then. If they are delaying it, then they know they've got other things coming. So oh no, they they've, like, they've they've been reliable.
1: Yeah, they've got stuff in yeah. their back pocket. Like they had Metroid Prime last year that yeah
0: reportedly had been ready for months,
1: if not years. I would put yep. money, they've got two, maybe even three. So there's two
0: more Metroid games they can drop us to tide us over. Plus the, the Zelda remakes, all sorts yeah. of things like that. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm sure there are like other remakes and other remasters that they've got also working in the in the background that they could bring. Yeah, um, maybe the big Conker release um, for le- that would be the big Christmas game. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Conker's Bad Fur Day coming for Christmas, uh, the remake. <laughs> um, I think in terms yeah, so of
1: it, like, sorry, Mark, just because you were saying about like uh, what's what's the casual audience going to do? I don't think yeah. they care. I don't think they give the slightest fuck they've got Mario Kart they've got Mario Party they've got Pokemon and they're evergreen games like how and, many people do you know that are casuals that will still their kids will still sit and play Mario Kart all the time they'll
0: pick it up and drop it for two months and then pick it up again. They don't care, and they they don't care they and the the current switch will still be able to play mario kart still be able to play these other games that are coming out this year that some of which we'll just talk about in a minute like princess peach showtime there'll be people who'll be picking that up and playing that all year all next year and those people are just not going to care that it's whether it's switch one or switch two i completely agree it's only the really the harder hardcore gamers that are going to be as bothered and it's for it's for those people that i'm kind of disappointed but for for everyone else the general population they'll, they'll already be thinking that the switch is one of those things that is just a background thing. If a new one comes out and suddenly it's got these other games on it, then they might go and pick that up. And that's why it's so important, like you said earlier, for the, the games to be so huge for the Switch to for it to make a huge difference. It's like it ne- needs to have those critical features, like like with a new iPhone or whatever it is, like a new TV or something. You need to have those critical features that make you think, actually, I'm gonna gonna swap this out and get a new one. This is worth that upgrade. And if they need to delay for that, then so be it. Otherwise, why would you not just keep your Switch with all those amazing games on it already? Um, Talking of amazing games that are already on Switch, Splatoon 3 Side Order DLC is out now. There are no reviews for it yet, but previews of making it sound really interesting. Is this something you guys have been looking at at all?
1: It might tempt me to go and buy Splatoon 3, in all honesty, at some point in the next couple of months, because I'd held off for now.
0: I've been holding off because a lot of the my feelings about Splatoon, I love Splatoon 2, I love the single-player mode, and I love the online stuff. I think it's genius, the fact that you can be a squid and squid around in the ink, and I love all the turf warfare and everything. But as much as I love it, it's a game that I don't play very much, so that's my biggest reason for not getting Splatoon 3, is I just don't think I'm going to play it as much as it, as, as it deserves, no. and as much as I would love to play it and be there like, be at school or something of the right age to be playing a game like that and to get really into it. I just don't think I will. But the single player stuff like the Octo Octo Expansion and this side order, which is a roguelite experience where you're climbing a a tower to try and get to the top. And at each, uh, there are several several points throughout uh, as you progress where you can choose how difficult you want the next stage to be and that will that will then determine the level of your reward. See, Which think is a really that. cool feature. Love that. And uh, every ten every tenth level, there's like a boss. And the all of the previews I read make it sound like it's actually really difficult. And it, it, to me, it just looks fantastic. It's making me think I'm going to have to pick this up as well. And and j- even just to play the side or DLC. But it also made me think, a bit like Torna, I think that I would love it to be released separately. Yeah, C- like a could, separate could, physical yeah, release. A separate physical release, because like, I, I get what they're doing there, where they're wanting to extend the life of a game like Splatoon 3, which is obviously requires people to be playing it online and getting involved in Splatfests and things. They want to extend the people loading that up, getting it to the front of the Switch menu, so releasing some DLC like this will re- re- reboot that enthusiasm. But if that's the case, then why not release something like this free... And if you're not doing it free, then release it separately because then it will make people who don't already play Splatoon 3 think, you know what, I've just played this incredible side order, Splatoon 3 game, I'm now wanting to jump into the main game. So mm. I, I sort of feel like that would be neater. Uh,
2: that's, a, that's a great point because um, I'm, I've am i never played any of the Splatoon games. They're just not not for me, really. I, th- I like the, designs, the design of them, like the visuals and um, the single-player components of the later games as well um, really did appeal to me I I heard people making comparisons to Super Mario Sunshine's platforming which um, Super Mario Sunshine's one of my favourite Mario games so that really did interest me but the multiplayer team gameplay is something that I get from PC games Um, like for instance Hmm. I play like at the time I was playing like Overwatch and um, Team Fortress and things like that Um, it's just not i just didn't get that i didn't scratch that itch on switch hmm. <laughs> um so yeah i would definitely check it out if it had a standalone f- um function i guess well, my question bit f- for you two based on what you just said then would be um what percentage of like dlc sales go to like new players because i, I would i would ent- i would think that the vast majority of people buying dlc are people that already own the game, like. It'd have to be a pretty strong, um, in general, not just on in Splatoon's case, but it would have to be a pretty strong DLC to make someone go and buy the whole game to then buy the DLC. Particularly with a Nintendo game as well, because um, with Nintendo games like Splatoon, yeah, they don't drop in price. So, like, I'd have to pay like what forty quid minimum to get Splatoon three and then get the DLC on top of that it's a high it's a high barrier to entry to play a single player campaign that's not going to be worth 60 quid, because that's, I'm not going to play the multiplayer, so yeah if they dropped it for £20 I'd, I'd definitely jump in, but they've actually
1: put it on sale I got an email today to say it's 30% off on the eShop, it's down to like 33 quid which admittedly is more than I'd be willing to pay for it, but I think you yeah. could probably between like your various second hand options, I've seen copies for sort of like 20 quid
2: yeah,
1: and that I'd yeah. pay um, have they said anything about side order being put on the expansion pack of
0: NSO Mark no I've not seen anything along those lines because Octo Expansion was yeah, uh, it would be nice, nice to... for that to happen with side order um, but it, I, I think it's the sort of game where because it does sound like such a, um, like a side order <laughs> um, <laughs> of, of the tune uh, it would be great to release it as a separate release you know there there'll be people like ethan who perhaps wouldn't want to play the turf war aspects of splatoon but could be brought into doing that having played uh, by, by squidding around in uh, like a roguelike experience like this and there could be other people in that sort of setup who are like well the high barrier of entry like you know 40 50 quid for what's mostly a turf war and mostly an online multiplayer game but with with quite a small i think the, the normally the single player campaigns are about five to eight hours for the for Splatoon games, so yeah, it seems to me that's something they should do. But anyway, uh, it's out now. It looks really cool. If you are a Splatoon fan, I would be checking this out definitely. If you def- if you if you're already playing it, then definitely. Um, the also, previews are out for Princess Peach Showtime, which is out the twenty second of March. Um, the and we just had announcements from Nintendo that they're adding a load of more character transformations for Princess Peach. And we talked about this in the last episode about how how this sort of game will work. Like, and there does seem to be a bit of like a, a Super Mario World overview overworld, um, but that overworld is a setting of a theater, and the transformations are basically characters she can play in the theater t- to beat these what looked like giant fruit or vegetables that are like taken over the theatre. I don't know what the actual story oh God, is. It sounds so but Nintendo, I love it. It sounds so mentally Nintendo. And you know maybe a bit psycho uh, or whatever it was called as well. You might get some watermelon action. Um, so originally she was going to be able to turn into cowgirl, ninja, sword fighter, patisserie chef, detective, <laughs> and a kung fu fighter. But they've also now revealed that she can also become a dashing thief, a figure skater A figure skater that looks exactly like um, f- a frozen sort of figure skater uh, Mike, Just one called Mighty which looks a bit superhero-y um, and a mermaid One of these um, things is not like the others
2: Petisserie chef <laughs> Yeah, that, exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's if the unique you, power going to be? Are you, um, When you say dashing thief do you mean as in she's running away from the scene of the crime or that she's charming?
0: I think charming was uh, the implication right, right, and right. uh but she will also be very sneaky like you're playing it's like a stealth mode
2: yeah
0: yeah so the the previews I read I read a few different previews uh, Brian Altano did a great one on IGN I recommend reading that he said that this just feels very very delightful with various layers of um 100%ing each each sort of section each transformation um so it's got that sort of depth, but it all does feel very easy and very oriented towards families and kids. Um, But if you're in that situation, and perhaps if you've got girls who are wanting Princess Peach to have her own world, or even boys who want Princess Peach to have her own world, then check this out, it looks really interesting. It looks incredibly Nintendo and completely off the wall and wacky. And as we said last time, I hope this is the beginning of a bit of a renaissance for Princess Peach and she gets more of her own games, and perhaps one or two of these will be so amazing that people will just think, you know what, let's give her her own kung fu game or whatever Mm. let's see what happens
2: I'm I'm looking at a, uh, on the flip side of that, I'm looking at a (laughs) um, (coughs) L.com preview from Brie Larson famous actress Brie Larson, there's a picture of her there's a picture of her shoulder to shoulder with Princess Peach which is pretty cool to be fair Um, and then it's she her quote is um there was a lot that surprised me about the game in particular uh sorry Uh, sorry i don't want to misquote brie here there was a lot that surprised me about the game in particular the transformations (laughs) so uh yeah and it also it's shown the patisserie chef uh section and you're uh decorating cakes and cookies and making cakes and cookies within a time limit so they say it's, it's basically a cross between cooking Mama and uh, a mm-hmm. hard Mario Party mini game. So that's that. That is interesting. That definitely seems sign. like you're going to get a lot of variety within the game, which is really that's the most in, enticing part of it for me. Would be um, because you could you could say, oh well, this is kind of like uh, Super Mario Odyssey in that different capabilities give Mario mm. different abilities, but this is definitely a step further than that, where where it's not it's not like a core gameplay premise and then with modifiers it're not like power ups it's like full different different gameplay types depending on the character, on the uh on the outfit or costume or whatever so yeah it d- looks great like i still don't know if i'm going to give it a try if i'm being honest but i think it looks like a higher tier game than the usual b tier of nintendo games it looks like a really uh, polished product so that I,
0: that, I agree with that. It, it, like when it when it initially launched, I felt like it was very B, t- B minus tier almost, and I felt like it wasn't going to be up to the standard I expected, and I was worried about that. It was a, it felt like a shame for Princess Peach to come to her own game for the Switch, which is obviously an incredibly successful platform. So for her, obviously she's been in Super Mario Wonder recently as a playable character, but not really with her own moveset and level of depth and uh, as this will have. And uh, I like what you said there about. Um, this does feel like a, each one of these is a separate game and it just allows her to, to spread her wings a little bit. So that's interesting. I, again, it's not something that I'll be playing, I don't think, but nice to see it with this level of polish and um, engagement. I hope to hear, nice. hopefully there are people out there who can perhaps write into us, tell us how you got on with Princess Peach. Um, showtime, coming in one month's time. Tyler, is this something you might have a go at? Um,
1: I don't think so. But I distinctly right. remember saying I didn't think I would with Kirby in the Forgotten Land, and I <laughs> ninety yeah. something percented it, and just absolutely fell in love with it. So I'm not ruling anything out on that basis.
2: What was the remaining percentage reason? Was it some <laughs> shitty collectible? What? Yeah, what it was. It for? was
1: collectibles. I did all of yeah. the story, all of the post game, and all of the. Mainline collectibles. It was there was stuff like getting a certain time or a certain rank in all of the Colosseum battles oh, that yeah. I just was like, no, I'm not doing that. I already spent. Not. Yeah, it's like I spent 40 hours on this game, and it is a Kirby <laughs> game, which is like by nature, you know, my what was Logan at the time? He was like three or four. He finished it in like six or seven hours, and I put 40 hours into it doing everything wow. I possibly could, like. <laughs> He'd breeze through a level and I'd be like looking in every corner, getting every collectible, doing like all of the Coliseum boss fights, all of the post game where it goes from being like really
0: happy-go-lucky to being legitimately dark. (laughs) Mate, I I can see this Princess Peach game. I've got a sneaky feeling this might be a surprise hit of the year with um, families just seeing figure skater Peach Looking like frozen, and just thinking, I want that to play with my family. And I think that's you just need like key little things like that, just as as hooks for people. Um, Let's watch the space, but I think it might be more successful than we think. And I think uh, the the um, Kirby game is on sale as well at the moment, uh, one third off as well. That is worth anyone's money. Absolutely, like it's fantastic. Yeah, My my family's uh, or my nephews and uh, brothers and sisters-in-law's and stuff, they all rave about it. They love it so much. Um, Right, back to talking about Switch 2. We've had a lovely question from one of our listeners, uh, Anonymous, so we'll uh, play that now.
1: Hello. I have a challenge for you today.
2: Please can each host take a guess at three launch titles that will appear on Nintendo's next console. Whoever gets the most guesses correct will
1: win a prize which I will confirm in a future
0: message. Goodbye. Huh? I'm just in the bath! Nobody! (laughs) I mean... I'm just trying to hold it together, but I can't. Call me Sherlock, but some of these seem like they might be from the same person. I'm not not sure. I'm I'm reserving judgement on working that one out. But uh, let's deal with Anonymous's question. What three launch titles do we each think will launch with the Switch 2? I've
2: got mine. I'll go uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake to begin with of a boring one. That is... Humid, but, yeah, I was going to say, uh, that's been, like, borderline
1: confirmed from all of that stuff at Gamescom yeah. last year.
2: But, uh, fuck it. There's no... There's no, <laughs> there's no uh, Ethan <laughs> taking
1: the easy points, I like it. Yeah, I'll take
2: the easy road on that take one. Take the easy points. Uh, okay. For the undisclosed, yeah. the, the undisclosed prize, hopefully. The uh, prize. Uh, hopefully some in bathwater, we... maybe, or something like that. <laughs> um, i say Metro Prime 4. Go on. Have to believe... Um, keep keep the belief alive. Yeah, I mean, not I wouldn't say it's the system seller in the same it's it's not it's definitely not a system seller in the same way that Breath of the Wild is or whatever, but um it could be an interesting game and I mean how long that game's been in development for, I know they restarted. I honestly think it might be time to pull the trigger. If not, if not at the launch period, uh up to six months after launch or within the same year. So same much of Prime Four. And then what else do I want to say? I want to say another another boring remake game from that's already out on another console that's uh, chewing. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Tekken Tekken Eight, I'll say. That's a good one, isn't
0: it? Tekken Eight. That's a reach,
2: but I like it. Yeah, I like think it. Tekken Eight is likely with. You saw Tekken Tag Tournament. Can't remember what the name of it was, but there's a Tekken game on the Wii U, which might have even been a launch title. And it had um, Mario and Luigi costumes for the different characters, uh, Nintendo costumes for the different characters, and like power-ups and stuff. There was a few modes. It was basically an enhanced version, I think, of Tekken, Tekken Tag Tournament, something, something or other. So let's say continue that tradition with Namco, Bandai Namco working with Nintendo on a uh, version of Tekken 8 for Switch 2, which has like um, Mario costumes for. Uh, Kazuya and and company, and maybe maybe Amazing. unlocked by scanning in your uh, Kazuya Amoeba Yes, I forget if, in if, smash
0: if Switch Two will still allow Amoeba scanning. We shall oh see. My God.
2: If it doesn't allow <laughs> Amoeba scanning, then we riot. It has to. Yeah, there's going to be oh an optimizing
0: oh. <laughs> Hit the streets. Okay, those are great. Uh, apart from the Final Fantasy one, which is really boring. We already knew that was coming. <laughs> Ty- <laughs> Tyler um i'm gonna go
1: 3d mario game but i'm not gonna try and title it because that is a fool's errand (laughs) we'll do that next time um i'm gonna go elden ring some sort of definitive edition that's the base game and shadow of the earth tree yeah um i like where ethan's going with metroid prime 4 but i've got to disagree where he's like oh, it's not system seller like I think completely the opposite because Metroid's had a massive renaissance in the last few years. You think yeah. like Dread comes out, does amazing. Prime 1 remastered comes out, does amazing. Very good chance we get two and or three this year as remakes for the Switch leading into it. It's just going to elevate it even more. I think it's a perfect release window game. Maybe it's, maybe not a release title. Um, but yeah, you've you've grabbed that, Ethan, so I'm not going to take that.
0: Um I think we'd also get another two D Metroid as well before they might do a Samus returns from three D S, bring that over. Yeah, that's Something a point. like that.
1: Yeah. Uh there you go, that was my third one. Xenoblade Chronicles X.
0: Oh that's that's gotta happen. Uh you guys are basically taken all mine. Uh, the only yeah, twist sorry, on, I
2: didn't realise we had to, we, we couldn't pick each other's Oh we probably probably, yeah. we probably
0: could, but I'm just
1: I'm we trying do, to keep yeah. it different and in line with yeah. like obviously Xenoblade is something that I'm a bit more into than either of you guys.
0: Oh definitely. Um the the uh, the only thing I have for the three D Mario I do I agree the three D Mario definitely. And but I think it'll be open world. Ooh okay I think that'll be the twist on it. I think they'll have worked out how to do that. Because they've done, because they'll have successfully, they'll have thought we've successfully done this with Breath of the Wild. I think that's why they've been, that's what they've been working on since Odyssey, is to make Mario open world with platforming everywhere, with all sorts of platforming challenges that just emerge out of the landscape. That's really interesting. Just I like that. Wait for that bomb to explode. Um, I have Metro Prime Four down, and I, I think, I agree with both of you in, in a sense. I agree with. Um, Ethan, that I don't know if it's quite the system seller as like 3D Mario or even something like Elden Ring for Switch. But I do agree that with some met- more Metroid level enthusiasm for the Switch, because even though they've been successful, I don't know if they've been as successful as some of the other releases. Like, still yeah, things it, like it, it's they a just haven't seller, sold. It's a
2: system seller yeah. for fans, but not the general, like the, exactly. the wider audience, in my opinion.
0: Still, one of my favorite YouTube videos is the release moment of metro prime 4 when when they first dropped that and they just showed the title and you just had crowds of nerds just screaming and jumping on each other those are just so delightful if you've not seen them they're they're a joy uh, and the last one i've picked which is a bit like uh, tyler's Elden ring one is i think starfield
2: oh yeah that's a good one especially given the microsoft given relationship the nerds, with yeah. nintendo yeah yeah that's an excellent one those those yep. two um Elden Ring and Starfield are really exciting shouts as well because the prospect of being able to play those games portably is, is a is a is really exciting for people as well. I know obviously you can play them on Steam Deck, but um, or similar like handhelds like that. But yeah, like Elden Ring on Switch, for instance, I think is a really because people who've already played that game will buy it again to play it on Switch absolutely they will yeah, yeah. i think so, so yeah. yeah i'm on if that if they list. can get those that'd be great
0: i'm on that list too it's the way i would play the new shadow of a tree or whatever it's called that's how i would want to play it i'd want to restart it on switch
2: i think um, the, the third party or the partner to use their terminology mm-hmm. that the partner lineup will be stronger than ever before because when oh, you think definitely. about it coming into the wii u um yeah. the they obviously had a lot of support because the Wii was so successful, but because the hardware was so different and the architecture was different from the PS3 and the 360, it was very difficult f- for developers to port games onto this the onto console. And then obviously once it didn't really sell very well, there was even less incentive. But now they've made the architecture of the system a lot easier to develop for in terms of um, how it relates to the other consoles on the market and how you can... Um, release consoles across multiple platforms and then obviously given the install base of the original Switch and its popularity I yeah. think we're in for a really strong release of non-Nintendo games on a Nintendo platform at launch
0: Yeah I completely agree and that might be the reason for the delay is to get things like Starfield, Red Dead Redemption 2, Elden Ring whatever all yeah. lined up as well as the, the first party
2: stuff Which Red is Dead stark. Redemption 2 is another incredible shout given that Red Dead Redemption original came out a few months ago
1: yeah there's one that's just clicked for me is that in all of the stuff that came up with Microsoft in all of the like court hearings and stuff for the um, the acquisition of Activision they there's a tidbit that says they commit to release parity for something like Call of Duty on Switch yeah. or on a Nintendo platform oh wow okay so Yeah, the potential is we start getting Call of Duty on Switch. Maybe not every year. I wouldn't buy it every year, but I might buy it every third
0: year, maybe. They've got a lot of catching up to do. They could just do a massive drop of... Of duties to start with, couldn't they? A couple of yeah, I suppose if they sorted the online architecture
1: out, you could just do well, you'd put Warzone on it, wouldn't you? Put Warzone as yeah, Warzone that, is available what, on launch. That's what we Killer.
2: that's what I thought when they announced that was like they'll have Warzone as a platform on Switch, but then yeah. like the other the other games won't come to it because, um, because Warzone's more manageable. Yeah, I guess we got isn't? Apex Legends on, on the original Switch, we can get Warzone on the new Switch, can't we?
0: Yeah, I'd have said so. It's going to be exciting whatever happens. I'm very excited. And that's why also I am a little bit disappointed it wasn't later this year because it did seem like everything was aligning for Switch 2 to be this year. But I'll wait a little bit longer if if it means those things can happen. It also might mean that, you know, we talked about how they, we talked about how like the rumours are it's going to be LCD and not OLED and that seems to be confirmed uh, as much as a rumour can be confirmed. Um, It might mean they could line up, you know, adjacent consoles as well to release at the same time or shortly after that are slight upgrades like that. What do you think of that? Gives them more time, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, I, I, I still think they'll do a staggered release just because people will buy the system twice for the OLED. Um, yeah, there's no yeah, way they don't do that, that knowing they can get away with it. Yeah, um, yeah. But if, I hope I hope they do that because I'd buy the OLED one day one, but yeah, I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, no, I don't know. Anyway, it's very exciting. I think we've picked some good choices. Hopefully, the anonymous uh, caller is happy with our answers. Um, And if they have got some interesting answers, they can get in touch with us and leave another. If anyone else would like to leave a voice message, please jump onto the show notes. And you can find the link to submit those to us so we can take a listen and answer your questions in future episodes. Um, Oh, little heads up, guys. This is something I've just got to keep quiet with you guys. But very soon, for episode 10, we're going to have our own feed. So NX will be in its own space. So if you're listening to this, and we'll be talking about this in every episode until then, but if you're listening to this and you're currently finding us through the Crossplayers, obviously the Crossplayers feed, we will have our own NX feed from episode 10, like the VR boys do. I think there's a VR podcast I'd like.
2: Yeah, cross-button VR yeah, feed, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. We that's need it. you all to unsubscribe from the cross-players feed. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you if you already had given a five-star review to the cross uh, crosscast, then that's absolutely fine. You can leave it there. But if you'd given a five-star review after, uh, on account of <laughs> our podcast, then remove it um, and throwing yeah. it over to our feed, yeah.
0: Bring that over, definitely. Uh, so we'll be talking about that more soon. Uh, but exciting guys, is that something we're excited about Or is it, is it demotion, promotion I'm still not <laughs> sure It's like, it's like both, both or neither or either
1: I think it's nice like, Being considered yeah. strong enough to stand on our own Two feet almost is, um, is high praise
2: And it's encouraging at the same time The baby bird is being pushed From its nest And now it's time it to see if its wings are uh, <laughs> Big enough to take off Or yeah. tumble to its doom And be eaten um, by a local cat
0: but your your cat is crazy, isn't it? You've got like a yeah, yeah yeah. What was that? What was the word you used to describe your cat? Um, I've used many. Uh, <laughs> okay. There was a word. There was a word I didn't know that you used. Oh, I can't, I can't remember. remember what it was. Yeah, no, it I doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay, guys, it's been a blast. We've discussed everything there: the recent Partner Direct, all of the Switch to delay rumours, and some recent previews. We'll be back soon to discuss upcoming. Uh, Pokemon information I think Ethan we've got a Pokemon mm-hmm. Direct coming for Pokemon Day on the 27th which is next mm-hmm. Tuesday, she'll be back soon for that and we'll have more Mario Mario and we'll have the games we've been playing which I've got some exciting ones to talk about So, it's been lovely guys nice to speak with you again um,
2: yeah. is there any clo-
0: closing remarks?
2: No, always a pleasure to spend an evening talking Nintendo with you guys Likewise, have a lovely evening, gentlemen, and enjoy the uh, cornucopia of games that are now available that that we now know about. You've um, you've very much been a uh, Father Christmas type figure tonight, Mark, because <laughs> you can take credit for all of these game releases because you're the one who's, who's delivered the information to me. So none um, of them would have happened. Sadly, though, yeah. Snowboard
0: Kids not there. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit sad about that myself, actually. But uh, hopefully, that will mean that it happens so we'll see that in a future direct but anyway guys it's been a pleasure Um, ho 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 I'll uh, speak to you guys soon
1: (laughs) now for some more young children to sit on your lap (laughs)
0: that's getting cut (laughs)